Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host and DM, JC Dittmer, here with these three nerds. Because math is hard. That's right. You got the white boys bringing the white noise this morning. I like that when I said it, so I got to bring it to the live show. <laughs> that man flexing and posing there is one Tom M. Norman playing Doug this morning. How are you, buddy? Nobody gets any whiter than me. Word. Act. What word? White. <laughs> White. White word. What? Yep. <laughs> that man shaking his head is one Ryan Crixis Kukta. How are you doing this morning, buddy? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, fantastic Sunday morning here in Appleton, Wisconsin. So yeah. going to cut the grass today. Exciting times. Is that code? Uh, no, he said cut the grass. Only if not... I go over to your mom's house, pale. No, oh. that's, that's oh. mowing the lawn. <laughs> yeah, that last man giving us the. Hmm, <laughs> the <laughs> yep, that's about what I expect. Is one Jeff Jacob Williams? How are you doing this morning, buddy? Hey, you got a first try this time. Good job. It gets more complicated the more characters we uh, we create here on our... Yeah, when this campaign wraps, this can be weird getting used to... Well, I'm getting used to switching names, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't die. You got Farley and Spade, you got Snooker and Yon, you got Oscar and both of these. You got all kinds, of, all kinds of stuff going on. Oh, and I have an idea. I got to talk to you guys after the show. I have an idea. Ooh, I love ideas. So, it, it I have an idea. Kind of... Yeah, do you I'm gonna re know? I'm gonna recap. It's a recap. Great idea. All right, we uh, we started last episode retconning a long rest in the cave entrance uh, to Yathrin, um, then decided to uh, enter the city. Doug switched armors and decided to do some recon, flying around, uh, checking stuff out. Um, we found a, a lightning stadium and watched a game of chain lightning after Tika stole the ball from them uh then checked out a tower that had a blue light um the upper room had six armored statues that were not statues surrounding uh anvil and hammer uh we just kind of left that place alone uh after tika set off the door trap and took 46 necrotic um there was a message on the ceiling that said first shield thy heart with a wand from the nether oak um after that, we uh, we left there and headed towards the center where there was a glowing 50-foot crystal ball. Uh, Doug attempted to attune to it, but in the process, a giant with a hammer interrupted and attacked us. An epic battle ensued with Valene falling once, and uh, uh, we finished it with a limerick. Uh, we wandered around this strange place till a giant invaded our space. Doug tried something novel, commanding it to grovel, and then finished with a mace to its face. Bravo. And that is how we ended the last session. Very nice, very nice. As always, as always. One of the interesting things about running an adventure from a book is sometimes you miss things. <laughs> so I got a... I, this one's an, a fairly easy correction. But, uh not uh... <laughs> yeah anyways it's <laughs> fairly easy correction are... party wipe <laughs> oh, no <laughs> well it almost, it almost yeah never mind um 
So you're standing there in front of this large orb. Uh, you said you wanted to take a rest to try and attune to this thing? Kirksis? Yeah, I think that's that makes sense to me. Yeah, I, um, Doug would kind of motion to Crixus and say, clearly it didn't work when I tried. <laughs> uh, maybe you'll have better luck in not summoning a giant. Well, I should turn that volume down because you guys can hear that. Valene's taking her short rest <laughs> and using up some hit dice. But my dice rolling her would pick up on the microphone really well. Eh, that's fine. So. That sounded like um, ice in a glass. It did. Yeah. I kind of liked it. I kind of wanted a drink. Like, are we drinking at 8.30 in the, on a Sunday morning? I, I mean, I'm not against it. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Oh, cool. When you do a short rest now and you check off your hit dice, it brings up a little thing to sh roll the dice and then automatically applies that to your hit points. Nice. Nice job, D&D &D Beyond. I like it. It's that Wizards of the Coast money. Almost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Almost. I think, uh, is it like Wednesday this week? Yeah. So, yeah. That, that it switches. So, Crixus, as you, during the short rest, you try and attune to this, you are walking around it. When you try and walk around it, you bump into something. Like an invisible wall. About halfway around it. Part of it's sticking out. That's into this said. wall. Now they'd be sticking out into this hole. But this is a wall. It's invisible. <laughs> so. You feel along I... this wall. Yeah. To try and see where it is. It, it runs all the way up to the surface. Almost to the surface of this large ball. And then is keeping you about a foot away from it. And knock on it. Do you, have, do you have to be touching it to attune to it. I believe so. In this case, whatever this wall is is preventing him from attuning to it. Mm. Mm. I take my hand axe to it and like wrap on it. See what if. Uh, oh, what does this thing do? <laughs> That's always a good poking at it. Does it do anything if you start poking at it? How much do you you just are you just like tapping at it with the axe or I'm just trying to assess is it is it uh material? Can it be damaged? Is it uh It seems magical. Mm -hmm. Um Do you have detect magic? Otherwise I, I do. Can... I do. It seems like we all have detect magic. But is someone, uh is someone gonna use detect magic? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm just I'm just banging on it. How hard? It's like I'm trying walk. to find the stud of a wall. <laughs> yeah. And you go all the way along. Um eventually you come around and see uh Doug sitting there. You think you might have found the stud. Um, and then <laughs> you realize that this this wall actually encompasses the tower as well. Mm. About a foot off of this tower here. 
Um, as high as you can reach, and you think this this may actually extend all the way up this tower. It's only a foot wide. I don't think Misty stepping into a one foot space is a safe uh, safe path. There is space on the other side. Misty step into the abyss. But (laughs) do you want to try and Misty step through a magical wall? Mm. Not really. No? Okay. Oh, here he goes. Creepy music. I mean, it would be be cool. You can see there's space underneath this building. It's um, the, the, like pillars down there are almost like legs that go all the way around and you can see through to the other side um but yeah this this invisible magic wall seems to be keeping you out and away from this orb alright can we uh can Crixus look at Valine and say can you dispel this magic lass <sighs> she walks over to it and let's see what does she have what does she have that she could do oh she takes her mage hand and uh, does she do mage hand yeah mage hand's a cantrip yeah she takes her mage hand she starts poking at it and run her mage hand as far away as it can and she she sees it um Well, um, here. Can she make the mage hand appear on the inside? Um, I can try. She dismisses it and tries to summon it on the inside. And there is an impact in the wall. Like Like something hit it and radiates out from it and then dissipates. And a voice calls out in your head says, to enter the tower, you must complete the rite of the arcane octad. None who do not complete this rite shall enter. I look at the professor. Um... (laughs) Seems like some sort of ritual. Uh, I can figure out. Hang on a minute. I'll be back. <laughs> he carries himself up and up the tower, and he, he comes back after about ten minutes. He's, yeah, it goes all the way to the top. <laughs> uh, there may be no getting in here <laughs> without this right. I don't know what this right is though. All right. I, I heard the word octad. Is that like eight? Uh, you would be correct. Eight tads. We need to find eight tads. Can you, can you read it one more time? Oh, to to enter the tower, one must complete the rite of the arcane octad. None shall enter who do not complete this rite. It's it's not red. I'm remembering what I said. You know, you do things sometimes and you miss words. <laughs> you got to do some stuff to re-rejigger <laughs> things. So. All right. Well, now it's canon. We wrote it down. Well, I wrote it down. All That's right. Good. So Remember we've got to find important. 
eight guys named Tad. <laughs> Show title. And find uh, eight guys so, named Tad. They're very we've very got young a... slod. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got to go uh, go exploring. Right. So. So it's a disc. What does that map look like? So Doug is. I'm gonna go out into the open and take flight again, uh, and look okay. around to see if I see like eight towers that look, the, you know, like eight things that look the same. That you know, kind of like a, a fetch quest where you have to go and light a light a spire and or a pyre or whatever you want to call it. I mean, in the last tower we went in, it said first shield thy heart with a wand from the Nether Oak. Yeah, there aren't eight of anything. Do you count eight of anything? <laughs> I'm no, looking at I the map going, at I don't it. think I mean, anything specifically looks like eight of anything. Nope. No. There's like six city sections, it looks like. Like six major yeah. ovals. And a park. <laughs> well, You're standing between Y23 and T29, so where would you like to go? Y Y twenty nine you mean? Y twenty three and T. Oh, is it Y twenty nine? Yeah, Y twenty nine. Sorry, I zoomed out. I zoomed out. Sorry. <laughs> well, let's head over to Y twenty two then, up in that region. Yes. So we'll just kind of yeah, continue around. All right. So yeah, we'll head east around the the tower. <clears throat> we didn't do anything in Y29 at all. We only went Y3 and Y4 on the way to the center. Yeah, while you are walking, could one of you roll a d20 for me? Genius. There you go. Sure. <laughs> He's lucky. Pink, pink fuzzy goodness, here we go. He's lucky. You'll find the chart now. Did it roll? There it goes. I apologize. Took a while. Fifteen. It it shouldn't be a D twenty. It should be well what's fifteen times five? It's sixty? Seven D five. Would you like a hundred? Seventy five, seventy five. Yeah, go ahead, give me a hundred. Give me a hundred. That'll be better. <laughs> it was supposed to be a D one hundred. My bad. <laughs> Sixteen. 16. <laughs> One better. <laughs> yeah, you, you walk over without issue. That's nice. Yay. Yeah. The, the, you do hear stuff moving in the distance. Um, um, the footfalls of large uh, creatures such as what you saw and fought before. Uh, moving towards Y22 in the distance. <laughs> As I scroll down to Y22, this place is fucking huge. This obsidian tower shrouded in gossamer mist soars before you. There are eyes carved into its stonework that appear to watch you. <laughs> As you approach. Uh, in the highest window of this tower, there's a purple light that is glowing from it. 
since Doug is flying, he's just gonna peek in through that window. Are you just gonna pop your head in, or are you gonna look in stealthily? No, I'll do this. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do what I did last time, and I'll just kind of put my eye, like, to the corner and see what I can see. Trying not to, you know, do jumping jacks in front of it. The interesting thing is, is you're flapping jacks. wings to fly, so I don't know how stealthy you could actually be. Yeah, I'm not necessarily trying to be, like, stealth. You stealth. just don't want to put yourself in. Yeah, I'm just not. Don't... Hey, I'm here! Yeah. <laughs> just kind of peeking in. Okay. I'm just not dangling bird feathers in front of the uh, the window. I will say if you're if smart you enough, and there's handholds that you can land just below the window and kind of crawl up to look in. That makes right. sense. Right. And you do hear wings flapping in the distance, too, so wings flapping is not completely unheard of in the city. <laughs> Peeking in the window, it's, uh, best guess, it's about 30 feet square. Um, there's wall sconces on the far wall that you can see with purple fire in them. Seem to burn there for a while. For a while. Um... Or do you speak Draconic? Uh, do I? That's a great question. I do. I do. I don't not. think you do. You I do nope, not. But do you not. recognize the writing because it looks similar to what was in the first tower. What uh, Jacob could read. Um. And there's there is a. Um. Draconic script written on the walls. Do I notice any type of treasure or books or altars kind of like the other tower? Does it look the same as the other tower on the inside uh, with the guards? It's similar. There isn't any guards in here. Um, yeah, it's it's. it looks just like a plain room with a draconic script on it. There's a small altar in the middle, but there's nothing on it like there was in the last room. Or the last tower. Alright, I'm gonna float is, down by the rest of the... the window... Oh, go ahead. Does the window have glass on it, or is it just an opening? It's just an open window. It looks like there might have been glass on it at one point, but it's oh. been broken away, and... Like, there's shattered pieces on the inside, and... Well, if I don't see anything, I'm gonna go in. Well, actually, I'm gonna float down to the team and let them know what I see. Um, and tell them that there's some script on the wall i just don't know what it means i mean we should probably go in and find out because ground crew you can see the entrance to it the door is laying on the ground it's not even connected to the hinges it's been pushed in and laying on the ground inside do you say the door is a jar no it's a door um but it's Hmm. laying on the ground (laughs) so noted um i can investigate it look for traps or I mean do you do you need to <laughs> that'd be something I mean, that some, we'd suggest something I think something blew the door off maybe uh 25 25 you do not believe it's trapped all right um, the door looks like it was uh, investigating it it looks like something smashed it in when the door was in better condition it's been laying there quite a while um you think if you step on it, it may give way and break. It's like propped up against some other rubble in the room. Um, but yeah, it's it's 
it was broken off its hinges. The hinges on the door frame are just completely torn away. I'm going to fly back up to the window and perch on the window looking in. All right. Okay. All right. I'll go in then. And how how high? How high? Would, um, uh, how high to that room? Similar to the last one, whatever that was, 40 okay. feet. It's almost like it's, it's the and you walking in, you go, oh, well, yeah, this is very similar to the last one. You start walking in and you, you know your way right. down up the stairs and stuff. You make right. you guys do all, I assume all of you go, you make your way up to the top of the tower. Yeah, I'll go in seconds, followed by the professor and Valina's like peeking in and yeah. Right. Um, you get to the top of the tower and there's the door and it's unlocked. You push it open and there's the purple light pours from the room over you. Uh, Jacob walking in, you see a draconic script on the wall. Can we tell where the it, it, purple like, aura is coming from? The purple light's coming from the flame itself. Um... Valine looks at it and says, oh yeah, there's continual flame spells. Why they chose purple, though, I have no idea. It's because it's pretty. Vikings fans. (laughs) Alright, I will will attempt to read the uh, the script. The script, as you look at it, it says sixth Show thy face to the sky. I'm assuming you would read this to us out loud, senior. Yeah. Senior character, I can't think of your name right now. (laughs) Jacob. Jacob. You can just just call me the kid. I was going to call you Doc. Uh, um. (laughs) Close. Yeah, I would read it and make sure I got the translation right, and then I would I would speak it to them. All right. So it sounds like, and I'm as I'm perching here, I'm just kind of tapping my face with my my wing, not my hand, but my wings out, and I'm tapping myself, kind of like a thoughtful habit. Um. So we need to find eight of these towers that have sayings, and then do them in order as to what they say and I'm assuming That's, maybe we do I mean, it right next to the orb maybe I mean sky is relative down here we're kind of in a cave but uh, I'm not still not sure what the nether oak is uh, have, you, have you checked your pants hmm <laughs> Doug character is quite the comedian. John, can I detect magic in this room? Anything else besides the runes and the flame? You have detect magic? You you cast it? I do, sir. Alright, you cast detect magic. The entire fucking room lights up. There's illusionary magic all around you. Ah. When is a room not a room? 
It seems to be on the walls in particularly. Like from the top of the wall to the bottom of the wall. Would you say to from the windows to the wall? To the walls. Yep. <laughs> it is not warm enough for you to sweat in here, so I don't know what that next line is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. Um, I ruined it, John. I was hoping yeah. I was gonna start singing. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Do you tell us, or, you, or... yeah? I mean, I say, uh, gentlemen, my detection of magic identifies there's illusion all around us. I don't gentlemen. know that we are seeing what the room is truly like. And. He says this, and then in the stillness after, uh, after he says it, you all hear just a faint. <laughs> I don't like them at um, will. No, uh, someone yeah. throw something at a wall. Something you now don't care we... about. Yeah, I mean, now that we know about it, is there anything we can actually do about it? I'll, uh... Something at the wall, Jacob? Look, if I have anything. I don't have a lot of items, actually. Um, I got a hammer. I will... Uh, no, I have ten pitons, so I will throw one of them. I'll toss... I'll dig in my backpack and throw one towards a wall. Okay. Who sees what Jacob is doing? I would see everything because I'm in the window looking into the oh, room. Yeah. 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 I all see right. all. Jacob, you throw the pitten at the wall, and when it hits the wall, it is subtle. But you notice it because you can read your chronic. The words change. Hmm. And the illusion fades, and the draconic reads, Sixth. Hide thyself behind a mask. Whoa. And in that moment, you guys hear a string of foreign words that sound mildly frustrated. And then a... <laughs> In common... No, foreign. <laughs> you guys don't recognize it. The only one that might would be Valine or... Um... Did you say common or un uncommon? Undercommon? No, he said common. He asked me common. Oh, I said you got undercommon, right? Yeah, I know undercommon. It's some form of magical language. Uh, Valine says... Don't. Well, that was uh, that was a good call there, uh, Crixus. Acting magic is fun. <laughs> All right, so if we search the room with the illusions dropped, is there anything else of interest in this room? No, you get the the uh, the idea that this illusion and the voice and whatever something was trying to trick you. Yeah. This seems to be the wall. Um, the actual step that you need. 
So do All we right. need to go back to that first tower? Mm -hmm. Or thought. Possibly. There's also another illusion that you're picking up on illusory magic, Crixus, on the outside of the tower. Alright. Um, I'm ready to exit the tower then, yeah. unless they're level up and go back down and out. Yep. Moving down and out of this chamber on the walls of the chamber where the eyes were, you can tell that the eyes following you was an illusion. Illusionary magic. Mm. Feel better now. <laughs> Alright, so I'll let the team know that's, that <laughs> uh, the, the towers may not be what they seem. This might be the way that we solve this mystery today. Alright. Well, we we have a plan. Well, we have a goal. We don't have a plan, but we have a goal. So, Doug so we, we... is in flight, and uh, there's a tower that we missed. Uh, Y26. Because we just went around to Y22. And so now I'm looking for taller towers like that, and that would be the first one I would spot. Because it, you know, if I was in the window, Y twenty six, fly towards Y twenty six. So yeah, I would fly towards Y twenty six to peek in that window to see if it, you know, because if I can peek in windows and give everybody like, yep, this is a tower. Nope, it's not a tower. Mm -hmm. Um. There's a faint light shining from this window of this. Um, this tower, there are hairline cracks as you approach it that creep up the walls. Um, it almost looks like ivy as you get closer to it. Um, looking in the window, like there are... Um, in like sculpted impressions in the on the walls like these humanoid forms are pushing out of the stone um like clawing hands and like howling faces almost like someone was like the tower might have been built out of people turned to stone the tower's like, made of mm. people. Um. All right, I'll I'll check the door while he's uh, checking the window. Okay, give me half a second here, because it takes you guys a little bit to walk. Yeah. There. There's a lot of places here. I need to. I've read them all, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that this is a safe assumption that this is one we need to go into. And so, because uh, I would fly faster straight, I think, from window to window than they would. So I'd probably, yep. you know, wave mm -hmm. my arms while I'm floating, out, you know, outside of window shot. And yep. Definitely make, call attention to yourself. Make a perception check, Doug. Over here. As you were looking in there, because you asked if there was anything else in there. I'm open, I'm open. 
I'm here. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Open. Give me the ball. Uh, I, I'm I'm picturing the dumb or the uh, Ace Venture when he's wearing the tutu. Over here. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I'm 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 picturing three amigos, and you're going, look up here, look up here, look oh, up here, yeah. and they're just not paying attention. <laughs> yes, that's better. Yep, they're doing good. all the bird calls you can do that you know. Look up, look up. Uh, five, uh, perception five check. for perception, five. A solid five. Yeah, there's people pushing out of the walls, and um, you're trying to get their attention down there, and they they see you. They're watching you, so it's not as hard as Three Amigos. <laughs> uh, All right. Checking the door, 25 for investigation. I love a plus 11. <laughs> That's actually pretty freaking amazing. Uh, there is nothing... the door this door is not it the 25 it's not connected to its hinges like its hinges broke but the door didn't fall in huh. you think the door is being held by the frame of the building's kind of crooked is the window All right. open like the last one or do i have to go through the door uh this one's shattered out completely all right, so I'm going to perch in the window. Uh, perching in the window, you perch in there. Um, the room is unsettling. It's creepy. It looks like people trying to escape hell into this room from the walls. Uh, in the corner, there's actually a statue. Uh, it looks like a, a a wizard or something that was, like, casting a spell or something. Huh. It doesn't feel safe. Um... Can I also do, uh, I don't know what check it would be, uh, again, wish I was Doc this time, um, to see, like, the cracks in the tower, does it look stable? Or, like, it's going to hold the weight of people? Uh, with the 25, you think it would. The The cracks okay. look like they, like they formed, but then have settled since then. Okay. I will, uh, I will attempt to open the door or... Hold the door out of the frame or whatever. Okay, I need a strength check from you to get the door open. I'm not good at those. Where's your 25 now, buddy? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Two minus one. <laughs> I'm gonna need some muscle Chris over is, here. Chris is, you're watching Jacob. He's yanking out his door, just trying to get it open. <laughs> Nope. I grabbed the doorknob and it came yeah. off. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, that's classic. Uh, <laughs> god, that couldn't have gone better. <laughs> I mean, I uh, I'll go over and give it a shot. All right, go ahead. Strength check. <laughs> I'll even give you advantage because Jacob's embarrassed and he's assisting you. <laughs> All right, I'll take that advantage then. Nineteen. 19. Are you pushing or pulling? I'm probably um, pushing I'm, at I'm, this point because he pulled the door up off. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably no other way to do it, right? Yeah. Bracing my entire body. And... It gives and falls very suddenly. I need a dexterity saving throw from the two of you to not trip over each other as the door falls in. Good luck with that. Ooh, saving I'm okay on those. Yeah. Stay that way. Oh, okay. That's okay. 21. Three. 
three. <laughs> Crixus, you fall. You take a point of blood. Crixus goes there. down with the door. Crixus goes down with the door. <laughs> yep, and Jacob jumps over him. Uh, there is a Doug. There's a bang that kind of echoes up through the tower, and it gets very quiet as you sit and listen. I would like jump. the city seems to quiet down for a second. I'd launch myself back out the window. Um, okay, so I could look down. You see the you see you see Valine going like this, <laughs> shaking her head. <laughs> she waves up at you, just getting a nodding and going, "We're we're good." <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give her a thumbs up and go back into the. The entirety of your thread knows where we are now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With his blasting and his howl, and it's a wonder the whole station doesn't know where we are. <laughs> um. Let's see. So, does this tower look similar on the inside to the other ones? These statues are on. It, it is literally like someone poured concrete over people and then put like a magical barrier that they could push against, and they froze there. And then they took that and lifted that up and made a wall for this tower. It's what the inside of this tower looks like the whole way up. It's unsettling as you're looking at it. And there are parts of it that were, where like, the cracks have gone where someone's face is, like, and slid off. And there's a lot of... Um, the, the further up you go with the tower, the more... <laughs> you're starting to wonder if this is entirely stable. There is no signs of it shifting or creaking or loose being loose. But the amount of cracks in the walls, you gotta wonder. You get to the top, right. the door, the door up here is gone completely. You see Doug perched in the window. Um, and on the far side of the room, there is a statue that looks like it was thrown against the wall. Uh, you realize this because the draconic writing on the walls, Jacob, as <laughs> so you start reading, it says, Eighth, stand firm in thy circle of death and consume, and then there's a shattered spot on the wall just above where the statue is laying. Mm. Say it one more time. Eighth, Eighth stand firm. Stand firm in thy circle of death and consume and there's a word missing I look at Valine and say do you detect any illusions in this room uh, let's see anyone have um, prestidigitation to see if they can see. clean up the Casting detect magic. I mean, I do have press the digitation. Do you think that's what it would take? There, to there are the no. The, the word the word that we can't read. It's, it mm-hmm. looks like it's covered in stuff, or like it's just completely missing, blown off. It's it's missing, blown off. Valine walks over and she's looking, and it's just a bunch of rocks below. There's no like. 
it looks like the statue was thrown against the wall and took the chunk out and just, it shattered. Yeah, prestidigitation would words. probably be... I mean, there's a lot of things we can consume. Like, I, I didn't bring any sandwiches, so that's off the table. I mean, the cookies are... I mean, do you still have the bag of holding with the cookies? Yeah, I, I think the cookies turned to ice. Oh, did they? Yeah. I don't remember. We got a couple pairs. True. Yeah, all I have is things left. All right. Um, and there's no pieces big enough on the floor that could have letters. No. Let me see. I'd say maybe don't touch anything because something turned that guy to stone or... <laughs> at, at that me. moment, Blaine drops one of the rocks in her hand. <laughs> um, okay. Too late. She was... She was changed. She's not a statue. That's I can see that. She was hit by um my best guess is some form of transmutation magic. If I were to guess I would say a like true polymorph or something. Well, so we have the sixth. Or wait. This was a number one. This is eighth. This is eighth. We have all of it except for. This is the eighth. Missing one word. Mm -hmm. The only way we could fix the stone. Anyone have mending? I wish I did. I knew it. I knew that would come back to bite me someday. I never actually. I have mending. Spell. You do? Yeah. This spell repairs a single break or tear in an object you touch. As long as the break or tear is no longer than one foot in any dimension, I mend it. Alright. Well, um, I guess start looking for pieces that might fit the damage. And I mean, it's a cantrip right so i'll yeah do my best how much time do you spend there mending well i mean i think first we want to see if it's actually working so one hour yeah you start piecing it together the first time you cast it valine starts grabbing the pieces and holding them up to the wall to just improve the efficiency of it and slowly over the course of the hour you you start Letters start assembling after about 10 minutes. Um, you can see the letter P. Doug is going after to another... do guard duty and kind of fly around the top of the tower. Okay. Um, flying around the tower, you you do see other things flying in the distance. Uh, being up as high as you are, you can see stuff walking. Um after another 10 minutes you get you get the word o or the letter o um Doug there's a moment where one of these large creatures you fought walks below the base of the tower um he doesn't look up to see you almost as if wings flapping are a, are a um a normal thing and you do see stuff with wings in the distance um not feathery wings but like skin style wings. Um, 
and you guys uncover the letter I. And Doug, you, you peek back in, and about the time they find the letter S. Hmm. Go back to... Those are in order, like, beginning to end? Not... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's... How... how... And, and the mean... next, over the next yeah. 20 minutes, you confirm the letters O and N, and then yeah. period. So the word that was missing is poison. Pictures coming through with the mending. Got some lucky spells. <laughs> the unsettling realization that you may need to drink poison. All right. So does anybody have poison consciousness? I'll have to find some poison then, apparently. We've got some shot of the phoenix. Hair of the dog. Nah, you're messing with us. All oh, right. we've got son so, of the dog. <laughs> nah, you're we messing do, with us, We do have a vial of snake bite. I see that uh, that's in the bag of holding. All right, who's who's going to drink the... Yeah, is what? that the one that makes you shit your pants? Well, no, the shot of the that's... phoenix is. <laughs> phoenix. Yeah, what was the snake The snake bite? Which one was... Was that just the really strong? No, yeah, that was like... the... I won't remember where we got No, that. Dragon's dragon's Blood was the strong one. I don't yeah, remember dragon's what the snake blood's bite Dragon's Blood's the strong one. Dragon's Blood's mine. Shot of the phoenix was Scott's. <laughs> was that was that the snake bite? Because we... Or did I we have actually... Snake bite. Snake bite originally. I might have to yeah, check. We... I can check Aranon's notes because I think I put yeah. that in there. I'll figure that out later. Yeah, I'm not okay. sure. Either way, it's an alcohol. <laughs> it may be considered a poison. I don't know. You'd be taking it. <laughs> well, You're not sure we've got a whole city to search. actually so. poison. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. And a very old and evil city, too. Well, well not necessarily. Seems like we're... But... Seems like we're doing well if we've got three uh, three out of eight Where found. Where do you like to go? I am going Let's to... Say, do you so, want to go? I would... 24 seems reasonable. We wouldn't come through this area again. Yeah, do we want to kind of clear out anything on this end? Uh, is the, would... the area inside the ovals, is that more just looks kind of more like living city quarters? Or what does that look like in the... The larger ovals, yeah. the the larger ovals. It's it is, it is buildings. You're you're correct. It is the living area. Um, it's the areas between the ovals are like large thoroughfares for looks like transportation primarily, and um, you walk in to these ovals, and that would be where your shops are and your. The only towers that seem to be in these large thoroughfares are these magical ones for some reason. Uh, Doug is going to check out Y27 since we're right there. So I'm going to go a little bit south to that boot-looking one. The, the boot with the hard the ventricles. Boot. It's really funny because the description in the book is this enormous boot-shaped structure. <laughs> 
Uh, it, it's capped with three pipes that uh, they kind of resemble the arteries of a titanic heart. Um, there are tall doors that are open to the structure's dark interior. Um, if you swing around it, you, you uh, come around and there is draconic script on the outside on it that it's like a large like a four foot by three foot chunk of paper that's just kind of plastered out alongside the door. Um, This is, um, yeah, it's, make a history check. History check, huh? I only have a plus two. Do you guys follow? Do you follow Doug over to this place? Yeah, well, there was there was nothing else in the room that we needed to look at. Okay, Doug, you're sitting, you're standing on the steps outside this door, looking at this piece of poster when, um, when the rest of the group walks up. Uh, Crixus, you recognize this instantly. Um, you don't, you can't read the writing, but the poster is, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, the dark between the stars. It's a legendary piece of music, um, and it, it's performed all over the place. And your bardic knowledge, you understand it's a massive production, uh, many instruments, and it, it fantastic magic light show that goes along with it. it it's known all across the world to um, that would see kind it. of absent-mindedly. Can I get out my um, my lutes and just kind of play something that I recollect from. Oh, sure, make that. a performance check. <laughs> uh, by the way, for those playing along at home, I got a two on my history check. Yeah, <laughs> Doug has no clue what this is. 23 on my performance check. Doug's about to find out what this is. <laughs> Crixus kind of breaks in the song. Uh, I'm I'm thinking uh, a little bit like uh, what song is running through my head right now. Um, nice, uh, nice. We won't be fooled again. <laughs> by, by the Who is what's going through my head right now. It's Crixus. He's just over there, just kind of. I'm gonna yell, do the Roger Daltrey. Yeah. Because <laughs> even Doug recognizes yeah. that song. <laughs> I'm going to throw up the devil horns, both hands. Just <laughs> The devil feathers? <laughs> yep. We've all been in the pub while that song's playing. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, actually, yeah, Jacob's, Jacob's never heard it before because uh, he's from it's Eberron. From so he's, he's, uh, Jacob's a little beside himself it. right now. <laughs> Valine starts explaining to Jacob a little bit. This is a world-renowned song. <laughs> All right. From the show. So, you, so the Draconic, then reading it, it just basically says what it, it should It says, expected experience, to say. experience the Netherese esoteric orchestra's masterwork, the dark between the stars. Hmm. So that's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. So, uh, D- 
Doug, so I, I would ask Crixus, so this is, what do you think this place is then? Like a musical hall? Yeah, could be a, could be a music hall, uh, some sort of, uh, you know, larger pub area. I, I suggest we go inside and take a look. All right. Yeah. All right. You said you said there were it was open doors or open entryway. Yep. Yep. All right. I'll entryway. just investigate as we as we walk in. Just make sure there's nothing hiding in the in our at twenty four because investigation is awesome. There's nothing hiding, but as you enter, it is a grand foyer. Um, think of the PAC or the Widener Center massive opulent chandeliers uh, some of them strewn across the floor that have fell um, there's nobody in the foyer area though in the house I would I'm gonna go deeper I'm gonna just kind of see if there's an actual stage like you know there's there's a couple of um are you looking for a stage door or are you looking for a door into the just a door into the main auditorium area okay yeah you, and you find there's you see them there's four of them that you can see that lead into the main auditorium uh some of them kind of shift shifted <coughs> the further um when you you walk over and the one door is kind of hanging there and you kind of take it and you push it in it's dark dark in there Hmm. How dark are we talking? Um, like pitch black dark, or yeah, like there should be something lighting the stage, maybe, but it isn't, so it's dark, dark. All Looking, right, can I, uh, Doug? Touch... As you push, as you push that door open, you have just enough light to see the seat. The first row of seats by the door there, and there is a skeleton sitting in one of those seats. Oh. Gross. Mm. All right. Can I actually, since I've got my loot out, I might as well make use of it. And can I cast light on my loot? Yep. Cast light on your loot. Uh, how much light does that give you again? 20 foot That's radius. 20 foot radius. Gym light for another 20 feet. Stepping in alongside Doug with your illuminated loot, you light up. They're not skeletons. They're bodies frozen in time, um, dried out and emaciated. But see, all of them seem to be focused towards the stage. That's just out of your vision. Crixus, follow me to the stage. I want to see what this. I want to see what's going on here. Sure. Walking down uh, the stage, um, there is ice all over the floor and crystal shards of fallen chandeliers. The audience, they're frozen in rapturous adulation of what's on the stage. You get to the stage and you see the first couple of um, musicians and they're slumped over their broken, shattered instruments. The conductor 
is leaning with his baton on his lectern like he was in the middle of conducting the orchestra when the city fell. Crixus, it's like they were flash frozen. It's odd indeed. A combination of the stoppage of time and and the cold do you, seems to have frozen them in this posture. Do you think this is the Ice Maiden? Do you, I mean, could she have done this? Perhaps her influence is at play here. Make a perception check before, or three of you. I'll make one for Valene. God damn it, quit rolling ones. Oh. I rolled a two plus two. Oh, Valene might know. Valene's looking, and she, as Doug and um, Crixus are talking, but Valene gently elbows you, Jacob, and motions her head to the stage, and you see the with your approach not the bodies but the spirits of the musicians sit upright and hold ghostly instruments looking to the four of you and on the lectern next to the body is a ethereal baton They all look at you expectantly. Um, yeah, I'll... I'll mention that to Crixus and, uh, Doug. Um, guys, the, uh, I don't think we're alone here. Um... Guys, look, <laughs> the whole band is sitting upright. Very proper, like the beginning of a concert. Watching you guys like you're the conductor. Would, so, would I would I notice the conductor sticky thing then? It's pointed out to you, yeah. I would I would give it. We, I would hand it over to Crixus and say, "Yeah, do your we, thing, man." Do you take Do you take the physical one out of the conductor's hand, or do well, you take? I had a one in my for perception. the ethereal one. I had a one in my perception. <laughs> oh, then you'd take the physical one. Yeah. out of the conductor's hand. In the moment you grab it, the uh, you guys notice the ethereal one jump to it and almost overlay itself on the top of it, making the two things one. And in that moment, all of you hear the tuning of instruments as the ghosts start their their tuning their instruments and getting ready to play. Uh, Doug, you walk over and you hand the baton to Crixus. <laughs> You're the one that knows about ma- or music here. You do your thing, man. Crixus is very familiar with the songs, so I assume he would be able to lead the tempo. You get up on the on the podium and conduct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would. I think Jacob would uh, take Valine and go stand by the door just in case something <laughs> bad happens. I'll but, hand uh, my I'll hand my loot to Doug. So right. that uh, uh-huh. I, I can see what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that shit. So you go, you go step up on the lectern next to the 
body, and it kind of, when you step up there, it, it unsettles the podium just enough that it, and there's a crash of bones and dry clothing, and the tails of his tuxedo go sideways, and he ends up laying there. None of the ethereal spirits pay any mind to the fact that that even happened. They're tuning and rapping, and you get up there, and the second you you get on the podium, they all turn and look to you. They stop their tuning. The music stops. What the the sounds of the instruments, and they look to you, Crixus. You make a performance check at advantage if you are going to conduct them. Oh well, that that's pretty good for me. Twenty-three. All right. They, you start conducting them, and the orchestra launches into this beautiful, haunting performance of the dark between the stars. I need a second check a minute later as you continue conducting. Again, at advantage. Twenty-four. Excellent. Getting better. <laughs> suddenly, <laughs> I hearing love the, the music, you feel a falling sensation in the pit of your stomachs. Almost something tells you that it's you're reliving the audience's experience as Yathrin plunged downward. And as the the song reaches its crescendo, I need a third and final check. Eighteen. The crescendo happens. It's gorgeous. It's powerful. It's amazing. And uh, Jacob and the rest of you watching Crixus do this, there is suddenly the the rap, the tie-off hits, and there's a brief moment before there's an eruption of applause, and every spirit sitting watching the show stands up, clapping, plotting, cheering this magnificent performance. And as the applause fades away so does the band so does the audience leaving behind only the physical remains of them the last thing you see is the band bowing to the audience Crixus you have inspiration nice cool I needed inspiration. <laughs> well, you definitely earned it. Yeah. Just so you're wrong, wow. I can go violently wrong as well. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> nice job, Grixis. 
I it happened to be my strongest attribute. So performance checks are my best checks. So. Okay, we seem to be pretty well balanced right now with our party. A character that knows the dark between the stars gains advantage on all the checks as well, and you know it because you are a bard. <laughs> so awesome. That's a good yeah. thing. I didn't try that shit. <sighs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when you picked it up, before you said I'm going to hand it to Crixus, I'm like, oh, this will be interesting. <laughs> I mean, I have plus four uh, on performance, but it's definitely not probably your plus 10 or 12, whatever you have. Yeah, plus 11. Yeah. You guys got a very, in that, you got a very noble sense, honestly, Crixus, with your experience with holy and um, spirits and such things. Those spirits have been hanging around in this theater waiting for this show to end since this city crashed. Uh, you get the feeling the musicians went down with the ship, so to speak. They didn't panic. They they pulled a uh, Titanic musicians yep. on the deck. If we're going down, we're going to go down doing what we love. And it's been good say, playing with you guys. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. And you get that feeling about this entire room that these people and these spirits were bound to this moment until the show was over. Are there any runes on the walls or anything in this particular tower? No. Just a lot of uh, a lot of spirits. Put to rest. You, you felt a great relief when they all went, Crixus. There was there was a resting of energy in that moment. Very cool. Um, I I don't know if it's sacrilegious, but generally people who go see the theater are dressed well. And but do we loot the bodies? I I, mean, I wouldn't look. You would look everything you find. No, I would not main... look. Oh, you would not look. I would okay. not look. I mean, it might be worth a detect yeah, magic. That's right. You are. Um... I am the opposite of Aaron. You are Doug. You're not Aaron. On. Aaron would have gone and looked. Aaron would have been I'll... looking while the music was playing. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Yeah. probably would have shit his I'll, pants uh, if the audience I'll... stood up. I'll spend a detect magic to just make sure there isn't anything that we should be collecting here. Um, again, kind of like uh, yeah. I'll walk. I'll walk around. Just walk make around, sure. Looking around, walking up and down the aisles, you find a lot of. Um, you could start going and pulling jewelry and stuff. Um, yeah, I'd be looking more for just with the tech magic, looking for magical yeah, things. There doesn't seem to be anything magical here. Um. This the, the, you get the sense that this is a we spend so much time with magic be, being wizards and a magical city that this is an escape from that to something more analog and there isn't even like remnants of magic in the theater itself you don't you do not find anything Okay. Find anything All right. Well, Doug would lose interest real quick. 
and get after back the show is over yeah doug's done yep i'm done and what's I next would, yeah i would actually say out loud all right enough distractions we need to we need to finish this we need to find the next tower and so I, and i would start walking to the i would start walking with the loot in my hand still lit to the exit <laughs> and not even thinking that crixus may not be following Crixus. what area was that john that was, that was y27 seven yeah, those organ pipes oh, coming yeah. off the roof. Um, Crixus, you are left standing there, touched in this moment, and for some reason, it feels right to keep the baton. Oh. Something inside you is telling you to keep that. I'll make that note. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, so going back out. Well, are you are you following Crixus? <laughs> yep. He does eventually. He's the last one out. So, Doug goes. I'll take I my loot back as soon Doug. as I catch up to Doug. <clears throat> yep. I'm, I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking maybe we go to the to the right. I can't read the number on on y, my screen, but Y twenty four, the far right, the far east. Uh, not the furthest one, but the one that's kind of in the. It's kind of surrounded by snow. Almost looks like a open garage. Was it twenty five? Yeah, twenty five. Just south That's... of the, the other tower. Oh, okay. oh and I'm looking yeah. at the just... compass wrong. I'm, I was thinking true north, and it, the compass is skewed. He said right. <laughs> yeah. So oh. <laughs> go straight north from where we were then, but just kind of because with the way the snow is kind of blocking that off, it might be good to just you know finish this portion yeah this area before we wander off somewhere else i would i would as so. you guys walk over to y25 i would take a quick flight to y28 that's because i would notice it looks like a ball or a globe above the the peak and i would be curious as to what that globe is do we do y24 or not yeah. Did you? No, um, we did not get there yet. <clears throat> okay. So Y25, then Y24. Yep. Oh, wait. 24. Okay. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> you did not do 24 yet. Okay. So you're doing Y25. Yeah. Y25, as you approach, um, there's four basalt columns that support this huge mirrored dome. Um,. Which reflects all the tallest spires and the cavern's vast stalactites. <sighs> Looking, there's a couple of bodies <laughs> floating inside this dome. There are doors at the bases of these columns. Um, But inside this dome, you see two different bodies just floating in there. They, like, floating in the air? Yeah. It looks like they were meditating. They... Like they were kneeling, and, and they got their hands in their knees, their eyes are closed. And they're just floating, like, four or five feet off of the base of the dome.
Do you think we should disturb them? Yeah, they could be holding cool magic items, right? I mean, they're dead, right? I don't know if they're dead. Okay, wait a second then. Doug's (laughs) Doug's gonna fly back to the group. We're not trying to pick a fight, right? Can we tell if these individuals are intentionally flying or if they're just floating around like dead bodies in space? It looks intentional. They're in the same position. And and Doug coming back, you you kind of mentioned that they're all. And let me set this up a little better. You can see it's it's glass, and it's got a mirrored sheen to it. But you can see through it a little bit, and that's where you see these bodies, Doug. And there seems to be like like the base of this whole thing is square, and there seems to be pods in there. And the 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 couple of bodies you see in there are on their knees, floating in. Like these, like think cubicles, but without a desk in it, and they're kind of floating off the ground in their own little cubicles. Okay. There is no way to get in from the dome itself, Doug. There's no windows or anything. You're well, not that you can climb through. <laughs> this whole dome is kind of a mirrored window that you can just see through. Like I said, the doors are in the legs that are holding it up. Uh, I'm going to knock on the window, like, try to get their attention. Nothing happens. It's almost as if they weren't present in their mind. Alright, can I check one of the doors? Uh, Investigation for traps and see if it's locked. All that fun stuff. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) 26. There is nothing. No traps, no... And amazingly, this door is unlike any door you've met here. This structure must have been built very well because this door functions perfectly fine. Turn the knob, (laughs) it opens up, it's not locked. There's stairs ascending the column. Alright, I will enter and ascend the stairs. I'll follow. Ascending the stairs, you eventually come out to the large room. Crixus, are you going with them? Yeah. Outside? Yeah, okay. I'll go with yeah, uh, Valine and the professor will follow then as well. You get to the top, it's a large square room. You see the dome overhead, and you see these cubicle areas. There seems to be like a reception desk or something. Um, and then it just opens up behind them. Uh and they are, you can see them floating now. They're floating above the cubicle line by like four feet or so. Um, just suspended in air and time. They, um, like I said, there is that reception desk there. Yeah, that's that's what's in front of you. Yeah, I'll check out the, the reception desk and see if there's any, like... Person behind it, or sign-in sheet? There is a there's a person sitting behind it in a in a chair, um, slumped over backwards, heads kind of lolled back. Um, there's a sign-in book at the top. They're looking around on the backside. It looks like there's like a schedule book or something with time slots, uh, various list of names and stuff. 
I'm I'm gonna go check on the person to see if they're sleeping or oh, you know, <laughs> alive. Right. Um, you go around and check on the person. When you go to the cubicle, you notice the cubicle's numbered. Uh, about that same time, Jacob, you're looking in the book and you see the time slots are assigned to individual cubes. So there's a schedule for every cube. Um, okay. Searching around on the desk, it's not hard to find. You find a stack of um, liability waivers. Uh, that that, and reading through it, you find that the the organizers of this institution state that they are not responsible for any separation of the soul to the mind. <laughs> that you take this at your own risk. Resting while your spirit does your work can be dangerous. <laughs> and you you basically, Jacob, spending about 10 minutes here looking at this, figure out that this is a place where wizards would come and they would essentially meditate while their spirits went and did all the crap they needed to do for the day. <laughs> kind of like a daycare for your body. <laughs> Hmm. I can't even think of a good title for that. <laughs> no. I, I mean, take, for it, but I'm like, wow, take care really for your body is kind of funny. But, um, um, Doug, as you're, as you're sitting over there, you get kind of close to it. Um, oh, yeah, no, that's, yeah, you get that. that <laughs> and you see it, the, the human figure sitting there cross-legged in a very serene meditative um, pose just floating in the air does the Completely does the happy. body look like um uh, same thing like it's been here for thousands of years no, decayed or does look, it look like it's body looks fantastic shape mm. these look like well preserved bodies these two that you see floating here a man and a woman uh longish robes think like pantsuit type thing where if they were standing it's clearly pants but if they were standing it would look like a robe mm. both gently want... smiling eyes closed I wonder if their spirits are still here I'll uh, I'll convey the uh, the liability and some okay. assumptions on what that means that maybe their spirits still hanging around doing chores <laughs> okay I. Yeah, I'm, slap him. I'm just gonna slap him. <laughs> Backhand. I'm, I'm just gonna shrug and be like, I I don't have time for this shit. And I'm, gonna oh, head back. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start walking out. Okay. They, they, these may be living bodies of people who can direct us. I mean, they may know where all the sayings. They may know the octad. Mel, if you wake him up, let him find that out. Let me know. Yeah, okay. You gonna try and wake one up, Jacob? Crixus, what are you doing? Being quiet. <laughs> watching. Crixus doesn't look happy. Okay. Just watching. Yeah, in full observation mode. All right. I'll go to the, the, the 
male one and try to like pull him down to the floor and maybe shake him a little bit. Okay, so you grab his leg. Um, do you hang on to anything when you reach? There, there seems to be like you feel the air change, like your finger goes through, and there's like a magical change there. Do you grab onto anything before you go much further? With uh, hand? I would not have expected to have to, so I'm gonna go with no. Okay, so you reach your hand in there and you grab him, and you feel yourself start start to float <laughs> a little bit. Mm. Okay, this is weird. It's lifting you off the ground. Do you do anything before your head goes through? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I'd let go before my head goes through. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you let go and you start sinking back to the ground. Um, well, that was interesting. I uh, think we can get him out of there. Looking around on the on the cubicle wall, there is... A series of runes. There is one that is that is green, that is lit up. There's one that's red, that's dull. And then there's one that is a. It's like a bluish hue to it that is just kind of pulsing a little bit. Do they look like buttons? Like I can push them or, or touch them? They might magically interact with you somehow. What do you think, Crix? Is blue or red? Like green's blue. already on. Blue. Alright. I'll ta- I'll tap the blue one. You tap the blue one. There is a sudden down force of air onto you, pushing the body out of the magic. It hits the ground and ages thousands of years in about ten seconds. Mm. And a body similar oh. to what you saw uh in the theater is now laying at your feet. A panel slides up from the far side of the cubicle and a bar comes and sweeps its way through the cubicle. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as this thing is about to take you off your feet. It's a good good thing I left, otherwise you'd have plus four. It was really good, but it's still a 15. You jump the bar as it sweeps the body out and down a trap door on the far side of the cubicle, cleaning the floor off. It says, Cleaning initiative engaged. Exit the cube. Doors will seal in five. Yeah, run out. Three. Gone. You run out. Door seals behind you. Gone. And you guys see a gout of flame just cleanse what looks to, and now you can see the edges of all these rise up magically beyond the cubicles. And this whole large column just cleans itself out with fire. There's a whirring sound of and sucking sound like a vacuum. There is water then that pours through and then the sound of what a lot of wind and then the door slides open Mm. cleaning mode complete sounds like they flushed ready for new toilet customer (laughs) 
I guess that guy's uh I guess they're glad that guy signed the waiver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I'm left with more questions than answers. Um right. But I do not want that to happen to the other person. <clears throat> so uh, I'm not going to push any more buttons. I I, I think I'm going to look at Crixus and then start following Doug. So, Doug, where are you headed now? <laughs> I'm out. I'm, I'm you're, you're heading out? Okay. Yeah, I'm down at the bottom of the stairs. I'm uh, getting ready to take flight to, to go. Which direction are you guys heading? We're going oh, I'm aware north to Y24. 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 Let me just take one peek at Y24 real quick. Yeah, we'll start. We'll start with Y24. Um, as it might take guys, us a bit to get there. Is that is it completely snowed in? It it yeah. It's going to be difficult terrain <clears> through <throat> there. It's going to take you a little bit to get to Y24. I might have a solution for that, but... There will be some snow trudging to get there. But as you leave the tower, Jacob, you're still a little rattled, and you kind of look back at it, and you see a spirit walk into the door that you guys exited. (laughs) Looks Mm. very similar to a body that may have just aged several thousand Mm. years. Mm. Yikes. Yeah, (laughs) so we'll you stop. feel like you killed him? Stop right there. <laughs> I mean, we haven't found any live people here. That was the closest thing we had. So, yeah, I don't know. Probably should have checked the uh, inventory book and seen what his name was. We can pour one out for him later. I mean, sure. It goes a shot of the phoenix right into the gutter. <laughs> All right, we we are two nerds one quest. We are here every Sunday morning, eight thirty a.m. Central Time. Thank you, Mister DMJC, for that excellent storytelling. Uh, I feel like we got a lot accomplished today. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. shall be back next week? Question mark. Should be. Yeah, we'll say we're back There's... next week. Uh... <laughs> it's hitting yeah. with us. Special. There's one more week before Memorial Weekend, so. Yeah. Good deal. Like, okay, so we'll be here next week, Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, Let others know about the show. Let others know about the podcast. This is put out in podcast form on Monday mornings. Uh, This will be available for patrons. Usually by about noon, the podcast is up for patrons patreon.com slash two nerds one quest if you would like to join take a peek one dollar a month gets you the unedited podcast Uh, so that's four shows a month if we do four shows a month um, it gets you the pre-show content and the post-show content we also have a shop uh, which all of our links you can go to uh, wow I haven't said this in a while bit.ly slash our fun discord uh, for all of our links, I believe I need to add that link in there yet, but I will do that. Uh, got some coffee mugs and stuff like that. So check it out. Um, the biggest thing you can do is wherever you get your podcast from is give us a review and a rating. That helps the podcast get found by others. So if you get it on Google Play or Apple, whatever, it's not iTunes anymore, whatever Apple's 
podcast is. Give it a rating and a review. Let others know how much you love it. Even if you don't, tell them that you do. Four stars, five stars, whatever the max number of stars is. Give it to them. Give it to us. Give it Give it to me. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> Hit me, <laughs> baby, <laughs> one <laughs> more time. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, on that note, for me, wow. for Lace Dragon, for the Cooch, and Mr. DMJC, we shall catch you next week. Yeah, I'm not sure what that sound effect was. <laughs> <laughs>